When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Tuesday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. Yeah, you are. As always, at this point, by somebody new every day, and today is just Sean DePaz yet yo, yo, yo. again. Actually, it's not yo, just yo, yo. Sean DePaz. It is the Sean DePaz. Appreciate it, guys. If you didn't know, Sean DePaz does a lot of things here, and he goes pretty much all over the place at all times. But it's true. We've got him locked in for at the very least the next. 35, 40-ish minutes. Yeah, however long you want me here. Perfect. For however long? I mean, uh, max of like two hours. I mean, Jacob's just vibing. Jacob's playing the, the intro music. We're just running it. We're just absolutely running it. Uh, guys, if you're new here, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. we got a lot to get into today. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about uh, ASU, Arizona, Utah, Colorado, kind of where they fit into the tiers of the Big 12 today. We're going to be talking a little bit rivalries mm-hmm. because if you've seen anything as it relates to conference realignment, it doesn't look like everybody gets to keep their favorite rivals. Uh, you look at Washington, Washington State, the Apple Cup. doesn't look like it's going to be happening every year now with Washington State yeah. still kind of looking for a home. Washington obviously moving over to the Big 10, Oregon, Oregon State. Obviously, I think those two teams value each other a little bit differently in that rivalry, but still, people in Oregon definitely are going to miss that rivalry. But, Sean, uh, ASU gets to keep their natural rivalry. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was always the the biggest thing, and I think the one thing that kind of... uh, was always my biggest, like, worry as far as conference realignment is ultimately... I never questioned whether or not the schools were going to end up doing what was best for them, but I was just worried that that might cost us territorial cup that would have sucked and it didn't and i'm very glad about that that they we we come into we bring one of the biggest games of the year to the big 12 like i think when you look at a big 12 football schedule the territorial cup will be one of the biggest games of the year every year in the big 12 and i'm glad that we got to bring that from the pack yeah absolutely i mean i talked about this with with saul a while back that it would have just been really unfortunate to lose that rivalry in the territorial cup just because you look at how these games have gone, uh, I mean, just recently, the Territorial Cup game was it was a hell of a game. Uh, you look at ASU basketball versus Arizona basketball mm-hmm. just this past season. You got some really competitive games. Obviously, the Des Cambridge buzzer beater uh, to beat Arizona over at McHale was huge. So it would really suck to lose that rivalry when the rivalries uh, just yeah. as of late have been so good. If, if you would have taken away this rivalry maybe five years ago when Arizona State was just curb stomping Arizona, uh, then maybe it'd be a little bit different. But Although I will say, if they hadn't, the Territorial Cup this year would have been one of the biggest ones ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the you, last you, get keep, you get to keep the cup yeah. at this point. A uh, couple people in the chat, Glenn says, hope Big 12 keeps the Territorial, Territorial Cup around Thanksgiving. Zach in the chat, BYU without a doubt will be a rivalry right off the bat. Let's go ahead and, and get into it then because we've got our 
rivals one through 15, obviously ASU being the 16th team in that conference. And, you know, people are going to say, well, Arizona state, they're their own rival. At, <laughs> they get in their own way point. a lot. Uh, but Sean, let's go ahead and start with your rivals. Go one by one. Uh, and just kind of give me a breakdown of the thought process here and yeah. why you have everybody where you do. Spoiler alert. U of A's first. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to, sorry to ruin yours, it's first on Toe Trees 2. I mean, that yeah. one's obvious. Yeah. I'm not going to spend any Wait, time it on is? that. Wait, uh, it is? I mean, you made the graphics. So. Uh, next, Texas Tech. I mean, this one is personal for me. I grew up a Texas fan. So my thought process here is there are schools that I hate. Then there's there's like a, a couple of schools in the, big, in the Big 12 that I hate more than the schools from the, the pack. Uh, Texas Tech is the first one. Obviously, I have a rivalry with Texas. They've broken my heart a handful of times, and they are the closest outside of Arizona. So I feel like geographically speaking, there's a little bit of a natural rival there. Uh, West Virginia. I mean, Ray already started putting <laughs> in the work here. No one wants to go to West Virginia. Um they are a school with a bunch of history for me as well. They were in the Big East back when Syracuse was in the Big East, and then they were in the Big 12 when Texas was in the Big 12. And Aaron Slindy went there, and I like talking shit to Aaron Slindy. So, West Virginia. And then BYU. You know I hate the state of Utah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is there more to it? But I like I, I hate BYU, BYU slightly more than Utah um, for obvious reasons that I'm not going to go into detail in. Uh, if you know, you know. Uh, followed by Utah. Again, it's the state of Utah. Duh. Then Colorado. Uh, I really don't have a problem with Colorado other than the fact that they've been annoying me over the last few months. Um, so, and also, I kind of wanted to, all of the Pac-12 schools were going to stay up there because I'm going to naturally have some beef with them. TCU. Um, I, I was rooting for TCU last year, so it's hard for me to put them too, too high. Um, but TCU obviously beat, them, uh, beat ASU in the tournament, so I'm going to beef with them off that fall by Oklahoma state. I just kind of hate the state of Oklahoma. Um, they're like the Utah of the great plains. Um, so fuck Oklahoma. If, uh, if Oklahoma, if OU was still here, they'd, they'd be, uh, very close to Arizona. Does that stem you from your Texas for love me. there, Sean? What's that? That stems from your Texas. Yes. Yeah. You know, fuck Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. I hate Oklahoma. OU was like the first school that I ever hated. Um, so they will always have a special place in, in the darkest parts of my heart. Uh, and then Baylor, um, RG three was really cool and I've kind of rooted for their basketball team a little bit and they're in Waco. So who cares? Other side of the state, HK, uh, Kansas state, Kansas, who cares about the state of Kansas to be quite honest. And I really enjoy Kansas basketball back when they, um, I mean, before they were in the same conference, I've always kind of. Uh, rooted for them if Texas wasn't doing anything of relevance. Uh, then Iowa State, again, uh, who cares about Iowa State uh, except for tornadoes? Um, so there's that. And then the, then the American schools after this. I just really don't have any problem with Houston, Central Florida, or Cincinnati. Uh, Houston has got the highest spot there only because uh, they're still in Texas, and so i got to have to beef with them. But uh, those American schools just kind of non-factors to me. Who cares about Cincinnati and Central Florida? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's that's absolutely fair. Jaylen, we got Jaylen in the chat. Why West Virginia? Dog, you'll see when you go. Oh, you, I mean, you probably won't be here around them, but uh, <laughs> uh, West Virginia sucks, dog. Who cares about West Virginia? I mean, knowing your ass, you probably would like it there. I'm a little wannabe country boy, but... Um, <laughs> 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 I apologize on behalf of Sean. Oh, what? my goodness. Jalen's the boy. It's all good. Um, nah, but uh, nah. I mean, West Virginia sucks, dog. Like they're they're It's West Virginia. I don't like the state. And again, they were rivals with Syracuse back in the day. Rivals with Texas. I've always hated them. And again, Aaron Slindy's a West Virginia girl, and I, I, I don't like them. We should add. We should add Jalen do these. Well, we we can technically. We could just 
just forward me the link, Jacob, and I'll go ahead and, and send it Jalen's way, and we'll see uh, if he wants to hop on it and give his. Uh, he might be up in Camp quick. T right now. No, he's not. He's oh, not on Camp T. Not yet. No, they got practice tomorrow, and then they. they oh, I was looking Camp at T. pictures of old. So, Jalen, uh, just stay locked in. We're gonna send you the link if you want to hop in here and let us know what you think. Uh, of some of these rivals uh, before we do that let's go ahead and get to what i've got listed here so we've got arizona clearly number one on this list i think sean i don't think there was really any room for discussion here no. i think anybody that says that there's another team outside of arizona isn't an asu fan yeah. or they just don't know anything about the rivalry yeah i mean it's obvious the yeah there's not it's in-state rival there's not much more to say there yeah i mean i got colorado here this is more of a personal rivalry too yeah. i'm not huge on, on Dion, coach prime sanders uh and look it's a, it's a team coming from the pack so it is quite literally uh, a rivalry that doesn't have to necessarily be reborn it's these two teams have played each other for for quite some time yeah. now and i think kenny and and um prime are going to be kind of linked throughout their at least careers at these stops byu for obvious reasons i think the heaven and hell rivalry is going to be a lot of fun and i think I there are some that. great merch and some great content ideas that could come out of that uh tcu at four this one for a couple different reasons obviously the basketball team uh taking out a asu in yeah. the ncaa tournament and then you look over and there's a couple coaches brian carrington specifically yeah, coming over I didn't even think about that. Uh, so i think that rivalry is huge texas tech at five i've got them pegged right there simply because there have been some phenomenal games between texas tech and arizona state uh there was obviously the the patrick mahomes kalen Balaj mm-hmm. game that was a lot of fun oh fuck tech man it's a little guns it's gonna be a lot of fun and i think these two teams i've talked about it in uh in uh, the past, just I feel like they mirror each other a lot, so I think that could be fun. Um, and then I have Utah here because, look, I, I know there is room and reason to believe that Utah should remain a, a maybe a little bit higher on this list, uh, but simply because I think Utah and ASU coming into the into the Big Twelve are coming at you know kind of for similar reasons yeah uh, and they're both looked at at a certain way so i'm gonna go ahead and, and put utah at six i'm gonna stop my list at six so we can go ahead and bring in Jalen because i want to hear the way that he's got this kind of ranked out so let's go ahead and throw america's tight end on the screen here what's up Jalen? <laughs> what do you what do you think about some of these rivalries outside of arizona obviously headed to the big 12 again Odds are you're probably not going to be at Arizona State when the Sun Devils have to play some of these teams. But just who do you think are some of the biggest rivals in the Big 12 for ASU? Um, I agree with Sean. I think Texas Tech will be one because I feel like that game's always competitive. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Tech is, so that'll be a good one. Um, West Virginia, I feel like that's not a big of a one. I don't that's, a, that's a personal thing. And also, I don't know if you saw Ray Anderson the other day saying he's not going to go to West Virginia, which is kind of a crazy thing, but... I wouldn't go either. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Fuck West Virginia. That's what I'm saying. Uh, okay, I mean, I don't know about West Virginia. Um, you both Utahs, BYU, Utah, obviously a big one. I think that's Colorado. Yeah, whatever. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I don't even know if we all, like UCF and will we even play like teams like UCF Cincinnati since they're so far away. I feel like they're going to divide it up into divisions. Like, yeah, I don't know really what their plan is. I, I mean, they'll be playing at some point. They should do the pods like the ACC does. I think that makes the most sense in my mind. But I don't know. It probably won't be every year. That's for damn sure. The only thing that the yeah. ACC got right yeah. was the pod system. Yeah, not that serious. Wait, do y'all have that list? Pull up the list. I want to look up the list real quick. Yeah, you can go ahead and pull up one of the one of the graphics. It doesn't really matter. 
which one we'll go ahead and look at Sean's here. Do okay. you have any problems with Sean's list? Other than West Virginia? Um, <laughs> I think TCU could be up a little bit. Honestly, just because, just because I think they'll always be good. Oklahoma State, cool with Baylor. I think all the Texas teams will be up there. Kansas State, that would be interesting. Kansas, who cares? Iowa State, who cares? Houston, Houston be Houston's all right. And then Central Florida. I mean, I think that'd be a cool game, though. I feel like that'd be a cool, like, that could be a cool, like, Jersey game. They like, ASU Central Florida? Yeah, we're two teams. Yeah. We're cool jerseys. And then Cincinnati, like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, Cincinnati. Who Cincinnati. cares, <laughs> Who cares yeah. about Cincinnati, dog? Outside yeah. of Arizona, is there one team that you would like love to play, like bucket list? Yeah, Texas, Texas Tech, because that was my first college offer, and mm. like, like super near. It's only like two and a half hours from Groover, so that'd be I've cool. Always play. hated Texas Tech. I don't, I, I, bro. Texas Tech was my dream school. Almost committed. So the day I actually got my Texas Tech offer, I actually almost committed the day of. I got it. Like that was my first football offer I ever got, and I almost committed that day because that was my dream school. And the coach huh. told me, the coach told me, oh, no, nah, you should wait because you're gonna blow up." And I was like, "Okay." And then, surely enough, I ended up going. I respect to that Damn. coach. <laughs> I, I do want to ask you in terms of just like the Big Twelve because we haven't really had this conversation yet, but like. If you, you obviously being a Texas kid, like how much does ASU being in the big 12, do you think impact their recruiting now in those spots? I think it's huge because when you look at like the big 12, obviously you got what, four or five somewhere Texas teams on top of Oklahoma State, who's dang near Texas, Kansas, who's really close to Texas. I think it's big for the state of Texas and anyone around that area, just because it brings a lot of people like, okay, so now if I go to Arizona State, I'm going to be playing how many ever home games, but a lot of my away games are probably either going to be in Texas, Oklahoma, or Kansas, yeah. which is super. So like, I think in terms of traveling and guys that are guys that are like more family oriented or like don't want to go super far, I think it's really good. Um, obviously for the guys that are coming from California and stuff like that, like when you really think about it, it's not that far. Like, you I mean, I feel like Arizona state, like, I don't, I can't, I remember I saw something about the average distance, but it's really not that much more compared to some places. Like you're going from like 1,100 to like 1,380 or something, mm-hmm. something, something similar to that. So I don't think it's that different. I think it's going to be cool. Like good for obviously going to big 12 for us, just Texas wise. Like, I mean, obviously we get a lot of Texas kids anyway, but I think it's definitely bigger for that and that aspect and even getting more kids down in the South that are like, you know, what, I want to play, you know, both sides. We can go play in California one week and then we can still end up going and playing. And, you know, obviously uh, Texas another week. So. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I know you're busy. You got a lot of shit all the time to do. Uh, but last question, just on conference realignment, just like as a student athlete, how do you feel about all these teams kind of just hopping around from conference to conference? Um, I don't know. It's like I don't want to say it's like mixed, but it's like for a football player, like for me, like I don't care because it's like yeah. either way, I get to play good competition to be cool. Mm-hmm. Like this is cool. I mean, you're going from obviously you got new like dang near super conferences, a lot of new conference changes. You got the twelve team playoff coming into effect like you it's it makes it changes a lot of factors college football changing now as a student athlete obviously i can see different perspectives from other athletes such as i mean shoot swimming ropes softball all that stuff because it is different like i mean i watched the video i can't remember what coach it was but i think he's from missouri maybe mm-hmm, yeah about like how much it affects other people just as much and like while I understand the football program brings a lot of money and everything like that, I mean, obviously for every other program, which is obviously huge, but it's like I, I understand the frustration for other like other programs. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to help them out more than they realize because like you, the competition you're going to play is obviously going up, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. obviously, 
look at conference and the teams are going to be in the conferences, like being in the pack wasn't going to be anything beneficial anymore. Now you're going to get like in uh, for, I mean, even swimming, a softball, baseball, you're going to get better recruits now that are going to like, you know what? I can play in Texas too. Like, I mean, I think just going full circle. I think when you look at the big picture, you're like, oh man, uh, we're traveling commercial and this and that. And like all this stuff, like I could see that, but I definitely think it's going to be better all around for everybody once in it kind of gets settled in. And obviously it may take a year or two for people to get used to it and realize that. But yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely something to think about, but I definitely don't think it's going to be a negative. I think it's going to be a positive. I mean, obviously I think we're in a better situation than teams like obviously uh, what Oregon, Washington, UCLA, they're going to be traveling all across the country. Yeah. I mm -hmm. think right, than us going to Texas and maybe, Iowa State, like, I mean, it's a little bit different. So I definitely understand frustration, but I think for us as a, obviously the Sun Devil program, I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be fine at the end of the day for Oregon, Washington, uh, but it, it doesn't sound like it's going to be too fine for Cal, Stanford, some of those those no, other absolutely. schools right now. That, that's Pack tough, four. man. ACC, man. Stop. The ACC, they still got to travel. Like, no, do that I know. That's, that, that is crazy. I get it. Like, I mean, for football, like, we don't care because it's what you're right. We're flying on just the team going somewhere. But I mean, it is. It's like other schools; they got to get on a regular plane and fly from literally from UCLA to Ohio State. Like that's a that's a big travel radius. Like, and it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of effort. Obviously, you're probably going to have to leave a couple of days early. Probably going to get back, and you got school the next day. Like it's hard. But I think at the end of the day, it's good for like the program and starts uh, in terms of like sports and stuff. I mean, and obviously sports isn't everything, but I still think it's going to be good for everybody. And obviously, with the Big Twelve comes more money, and a lot of conferences are changing because it involves more money, better recruiting, better competitiveness. So I think at the end of the day, it'll be fine. Absolutely. Thanks for hopping on, Jalen. I know uh, you're busy. Got all sorts of stuff. Get ready for uh, Camp T this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll let you go, man. Yep. So I appreciate y'all for having me. I'll see y'all later. Thanks, Jalen. Uh, before we get back to to my list of, I guess, rivals at this point, Jalen obviously providing some, some really good insight. Aaron Lee talking about it very, very insightful to get just like a player's perspective yeah, on everything going in because I feel like you don't always get that. You get mm. the when it when it comes to something like conference realignment, you get the opinions and and the ideas of it all really from the the people up top right coaches even very rarely i feel like unless they're directly being dragged into it don't usually give their opinions on yeah. something like this other than that it's athletic directors and presidents yeah and it's sometimes boring uh, sometimes super boring to get those perspectives <laughs> although um, sometimes when you if your ad is coming out here saying he's just not going to travel to some one of the schools i'll take that too. yeah That's no fun. i love a little poke in the bear get a little get a little rivalry go in there guys again before we get back into my rivalry rankings want to tell you guys a little bit about our friends over at og something that might get you willing and ready to go to the state of west virginia is ogs because mm. you know what it makes everything better they got flavors for everybody pink lemonade currently my favorite don't sleep on the orange creamsicle that was the go-to flavor yeah. for a while it's og and they got so many damn good ones. Strawberries and cream, watermelon, red apple, peach. They've got it all. And it is quite literally a perfect high. Sean and I, at this point, once a week, we go see a movie with some yeah. OGs. because the Meg. It enhances the experience. Yeah. It makes things that aren't funny, funny. That's <laughs> it how really you does. Life. It really does. Albert, Albert Einstein. Einstein. If you know, you know. <laughs> Guys, we highly recommend you check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispo. You do got to be 21 years or older to purchase. Every day we get closer to football season and yes, I can't wait because there is nothing that, like beer is good on its own, but when it's beer with football... <sighs> 
different. Nash made in heaven. Uh, and especially on that beer with Four Peaks, because it's the best beer you can get in Arizona. It's honestly the best beer you can get in the country. You just can't get it everywhere. In the best country. beer in the Big 12. Best beer in the Big 12. That's a damn fact. Um, and if you haven't had them yet, I don't know what you're doing. You waste some time. Go get them. Uh, they're the best. And um, if you haven't been to the A Street Pub in Tempe, what are you doing? Go before a game. Go after a game. The food there is amazing. And they've got their a full selection of all their beers. It's the spot. So uh, make sure you keep up with everything they got going on this summer when football season comes around. They're always holding events and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so check them out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. But as always, you must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. And please drink responsibly. All right. I, I know I said we're going to get back to my rankings before we do that. Bobby Hurley's got a message for you guys, and it is uh, leave a like on the video. Okay, there's 50-something of you in here. Leave that like real quick. Bobby wants you to do it. We yes. want you to do it. Kenny Bobby probably demanded. wants you to do it. Let's go ahead and get back to the rankings. I left off on Utah over at six. Again, I think these two teams, Arizona State and Utah, uh, it, it's going to be less of a rivalry, maybe yeah. a little bit more of a friendship coming, yeah. coming over. I feel like that's that's the weird part about the, some of these Big 12 schools. I feel like it feels almost like... Uh, we're all in this together. Like we're the new kids. We kind of have to. We, yeah, <laughs> we got to band together and, and take over the big. <laughs> take over the Big Twelve. Show them that the pack can't necessarily be totally stomped on. Oh, yeah, no. right. So hey, look, I'm glad ASU's coming over with Utah, Colorado, and Arizona as opposed to Cal, Stanford, yeah, and some of those other schools. And I would say, as far as football is concerned, Utah has the most pressure from joining this conference because oh, they yeah. have the best resume as of late. They have the most to kind of prove and defend yeah. in the Big Twelve. Absolutely, I got Kansas at seven, and this has to stem. Pretty much off of the heels that Arizona State in Kansas basketball has provided some some really fun basketball games for the Sun Devils and Sun Devil fans. And I think that's only going to intensify yeah, now that these are going to be conference games moving forward. I've got West Virginia at, at eight. I know you had them a little bit higher. And it, again, it all stems because Ray Anderson said that he's not going to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he doesn't say that West Virginia is probably a lot lower on this West list. Virginia is still probably high for me because I hate West Virginia, but I respect that. That's fair. Yeah, West Virginia, I've been there one time. Not great. Uh, Oak State over at number nine again, about the, the halfway point uh, or a little bit higher than the halfway point. I just look, Oak State in terms of basketball, I don't think it's going to provide too much. Obviously, ASU uh, and Oak State, they've played in football, ASU being two and two against um, the Cowboys. And look, I, I just don't necessarily see this as being a giant rivalry. Yeah. Maybe similar to Texas Tech. I think you could get some really fun games as it results in, uh, as it relates in football, but basketball doesn't really strike me as anything. Softball could be a lot of fun uh, if ASU yeah, softball can get true. back to the point where they were at just a few years ago. Big for wrestling too. Oh That'll yeah. Be huge in wrestling. Kansas State, I've got them at 10. Uh, this can definitely get higher if Kansas State continues what they've done in, in football and basketball. I just kind of like Kansas State. I know. Man. Like, I know. I know. They got good colors. I don't have any problem with that. I've never, Kansas State's never done anything wrong to it's me. It's not controversial. Yeah, I'm pro Kansas State. <sighs> yeah, that's why I got Kansas State. Maybe it's just because I don't want to have to hate Kansas State that they're where they're at. Yeah. Uh, ASU is 5-1 and one against Kansas State in football, so... There you go. There you go with that. Baylor at 11. Uh, again, I don't see this necessarily being a huge rivalry in, unless Baylor Athletics kind of gets back to where it was a few years ago. Baylor women's basketball was really mm. a top-tier program a Child while BG. back. So that could provide, again, some fun games. But again, it's only a rivalry if it's back and forth. And right now, unless ASU women's basketball really elevates where they've been at the last year and change, I don't see that being a rivalry. Yeah. Houston at 12, similar to Kansas, that I think you're going to get some really fun basketball games. But... Other than that, 
there's not a whole lot yeah, of I mean, history they're the between they're, 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 I mean, they'll have been there for a year, but they're new to the conference, too. Yeah. No beef. Yeah. And then UCF at 13, Iowa State 14, Cincinnati 15. I don't really have any beef with these schools. Iowa State is so irrelevant, dog. Like, who cares? <sighs> people from Iowa are the only people. Uh, not even all of them. them. Most Wait, of them care about the yeah, Hawkeyes. Yeah, right. This has nothing to do with Iowa State. But I actually saw the statistic. You were talking about records, right? ASU's 5-1 and one against K-State. Is yeah. that what you said? In football, yeah. I saw something. Texas Tech is 3-2 and two against ASU in their history. Yeah. Against U of A, they are... 26 and 5. Why have like they played so many times? Five. They used to be in the same conference. Oh, okay. Before ASU, before U of A. Texas Tech was them. kicking their sh- shit in. Yeah, they were, they were Damn. rocking them. That's wild. Go tech. Okay, we do have somebody. We have Chad Smith who tweeted at us uh, and gave his rankings of 1 through 15 here. So I do want to read those. So he's got U of A at 1. Mm-hmm. He's got Utah. Okay. At two, which I, I can hear the argument yeah, for you I mean, talking about high. Yeah. BYU at three. I love how everyone kind of unanimously just is kind of like ah, but but fuck BYU. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. yeah, like no Pretty one's much. got them as their top rival, but everyone just definitely doesn't like them. When you there figure, might be some recency bias from the loss. Yeah, you also uh, figure what Arizona State is like on its. Like everything that yeah, it's on its face, what pretty ASU diametrically for. opposed to yeah. what BYU this, this is all is about. Quite yeah. literally, night and day, heaven it is heaven and hell. There you go, Baylor at four. I feel like that's pretty high. I feel like Baylor being four and out of all of yeah, these I, don't, is I mean, high. there might be a reason there. I don't know. I don't have any beef with Houston at five, Colorado at six. I feel like it's a little t- low. Texas Tech at seven, West Virginia at eight. So same as me. TCU at nine. You also had TCU a little bit lower on this. Yeah, list. I don't have beef with TCU. Like. Uh, I mean, they obviously beat us in the tournament, but, like, that's not their fault. It is their fault. Nah, it's not their fault. ASU, like, I mean, that TCU was fun. Like, I was rooting for them in football all last year. It's another team you don't want to have to root against. Yeah. But I think ASU and TCU will be rivals at a certain point, like a legit rival. Yeah, maybe. I also, like, if you got purple, you're going to, you got a special place in my heart. Like, the purple schools are always. That's all it takes. LSU? Yeah. GCU? We know some folks from GCU. Yeah. <laughs> Play cool. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas at 10. Kansas State at 11. Uh, and then kind of following suit. Iowa State at 12. Cincinnati 13. UCF 14. And Oak State at 15. Chad, I think you just love Oak State. I that's, think that's crazy. Why. Yeah, I don't really. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I don't really have beef with Oklahoma State. I, I just hate the state of Oklahoma. So I'm going to kind of. Be. But I honestly like the front. The, the enemies of your enemies are your friend, and yep. they kind of they beef with Oklahoma. So maybe I do like Oklahoma State. I don't know. That's necessarily that's that's kind of why I'm not wanting to beef so much with TCU because I've got Colorado on this mm. list pretty high, and TCU is gonna kick the shit out of Colorado. Mm. So I'm not too worried about yeah, that. I see but that. Guys, let us know in the chat or let us know on social media. Just add us. Uh, who you guys think the biggest rival outside of Arizona is gonna be for Dude. ASU when they get to the Big Twelve? Fox, All this Big, big 12 talk big makes noon. me want it to be Big 12 now. Big noon games. Fox, Big noon. Oh, big 12, Big God, noon games. It's going to be so much fun. Dude, I just can't wait for a game in October in, like in Cincinnati or, or West Virginia, and it's kind of cold, and that's going to be – it's going to feel like fucking – it's going to feel like football, man. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys, and those earlier games means that you don't have to wait all day to go ahead and get some Burrito Express in you. And then watch college football. Those were some of the best times that we've had last football season because it wasn't a great football season. But when you come into the office and you'd have Burrito Express, we'd go literally right before they close because they close at three. Mm-hmm. So we had burritos to eat 
for the later kickoff games. Mm. Guys, Burrito Express, it is so damn good. The best burrito in the Big 12, and we're not joking. Okay, go ahead, check them out. Locations all over the Valley, and they got options for everyone, not to mention they got some NIL deals with some ASU athletes, Jalen Conyers, uh, Elijah Badger, the Borgays. So anytime you go to Burrito Express, technically you're supporting Arizona State athletes as well. Check them out and give them a follow on social media at Burrito EXP. Ooh, and uh, also another reason to be excited for football coming back. Let's get the bet on football. Oh, yeah. Uh, betting on football like i betting on any sport is fun but betting on football is the best like the football football is the best sport to to bet on um especially because you get to the weekend you got college football saturday nfl sunday it's a weekend full of betting on football and i'm just tired of betting on baseball yeah i mean i love it but it's it is it gets a little repetitive and it's a little it's kind of hard to predict because it's real annoying when you're like ah this team is way better and then a pitcher shows up and it's just like psych i lied i'm gonna suck today and then it ruins everything or when juan soto just refuses his team scores seven Seven runs in a game where thirty or twenty runs are scored, and he gets one hit. Okay, you bum. Uh, but if you're gonna bet, win or lose, do it on BetMGM. Uh, it's the best app for sports betting. Um, if you haven't yet, sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if it loses. Check out the show notes for full details. And now, listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. All right, we, we do have some other stuff as it relates to Arizona State Camp T. Fall camp uh, practice number eight concluding today. I do want to get into that. But first, I want to continue our talk on conference realignment because we were talking all Big 12 today, yesterday, and we're going to be talking Big 12 for the foreseeable future because conference realignment is certainly something that is super important as it mm-hmm. relates to, to college athletics. We heard Jalen Conyers talk about it uh, just a little bit ago and he gave his insight from a player. But... As we know, Washington, uh, Oregon, USC, UCLA, they dipped. They're in the Big Ten starting in 2024. We know ASU, Utah, Arizona, Colorado, they dipped. And now they're in the Big 12 starting again in 2024. So looking at the Pac-12, or at least that's what it was last year, then now to the Big Ten or the Pac-10, and then now you're at the Pac-4. You've got Hmm. Cal, Stanford, Oregon State and Washington State just kind of sitting there, kind of trying to figure out what's next for them. But we might have an answer for what's next for them. Brett McMurphy tweeting this about 20 minutes ago, tweeting ACC considering adding Cal, Stanford, SMU, or just Cal and Stanford. Sources told Action Network HQ, first report by Ross Dellinger, SMU has a $10 million exit fee to leave the AAC with less than 27 months notice, so that number could double. In May, the ACC source told Action Network HQ League had no interest in expanding. Quote, we already have too many mouths to feed, source said then today. Quote, obviously a lot has happened in the mm-hmm. past few months. Sean, what do you what do you think about potentially seeing two more of, or I guess the remaining, half the pack four, <laughs> leaving now potentially for the ACC? I mean, my first reaction is how are you going to have a school in California in the Atlantic Coast Conference? Like, that's my, that's absurd, in my opinion. Um, but 
Do you like, feel bad for these schools? For Cal and Stanford specifically? Um, yeah, I guess. Like, it, things were just simple, man. Why do we have to go and ruin it all? Like, oh, don't be on Shane's side here. Oh, I mean, they were simple. Like, we didn't, like it was it was better when we had five power conferences and Stanford and Cal. Like, everyone had their place, and now schools are getting pushed. I mean, like, I don't feel bad for them. They're lower rate. I feel bad for Stanford more than Cal because Stanford actually does have some respectable sports. And, like, there was a time when football was actually really fun to watch at Stanford. So, um, them kind of being left out to dry. Cal, who really cares about Cal athletics? Like, Cal being, athletics doesn't even care about Cal. Uh, yeah, for real. So, like, I'm, I'm chilling, but it, it they have the Marshawn moment. Yeah. yeah, but that and was they, a long time ago. Aaron Rodgers. But as far as as far as the them joining the ACC, like cool. I guess that's better than them being consigned to like a non-power conference. But it just like Stanford and Cal, two programs we're talking about, not caring about athletics all that much, are really going to fly their 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 football team to play it in Syracuse or Boston College, like. Eh, why, like, doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense, and I I don't really understand why the ACC wants these two schools. To be quite honest, like I don't understand the point of that. Um, but what do I know? This is this is the whole argument about some of these schools going. Like you look at an Oregon and Washington or, or USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten and having to play Ohio State and Michigan in certain sports. I get it geographically. It doesn't make sense. You look at even as it relates to to like. Colorado and a Utah for some of the big 12 schools like you're like okay it's a little bit of a travel right obviously everybody that's gonna have to go to Central Florida that's gonna be tough and you're like okay geographically it doesn't make sense we're at a point now where if Cal and Stanford go to the ACC it makes sense you know why it makes sense because it's not about geographical sense anymore it's about survival yeah survival makes sense at this point for an athletic program it's the ACC's question like is the ACC going to survive? And if they it might do, not, and if they do, and if like if it's a question, fucking Cal and Stanford aren't going to be the difference. Um, I just, I just, it's power and numbers. I don't buddy. understand it. The ACC is not that attractive. I don't think it's going to do anything for Cal and Stanford from like a recruiting perspective. May, I mean, maybe if you get guys in the Northeast who want to come live in California, maybe. But that's. I don't. I just don't really understand it. And then, obviously, I think when you get to a school like this, the effects that are felt on the non-revenue sports are going to be even greater. So that part of it, it makes it tough. But it just doesn't make any sense. And then SMU, who cares? Dog? Well, it like, does. I feel this is this is my argument that it does make sense. And right now, again, Cal and Stanford, and I saw, I forget who tweeted it, but they made a really good point. Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, and Washington State. You're at a point now. We talk about it every day in college athletics, specifically in revenue sports honing in in basketball and football. The transfer portal in NIL is a thing now more than it ever was, Mm -hmm. right? You have to go in. These coaches have to go in, and they have to sell these programs. Yeah. And if you're Cal and you're Stanford right now, and you have less than a handful of opponents scheduled for the 2024 season right now, because guess what? You don't have a real conference right that's now. so true i didn't even think about that part yeah like how can these coaches go into parents homes yeah. and try and convince nah, these kids that that's fair like i think i think figuring out something in general is better than sitting here and figure waiting for the right thing to come along um yeah i agree 100 like them just sitting here in 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 purgatory as opposed to going to the acc even if the acc on yeah. its face makes no sense like, yeah i agree with that hurts better. them every yeah, single yeah, day I, that was 100 true i just don't think like in the long run 
going to the ACC is really going to do much for anybody other than provide that sense of security, which at this point is huge. Like that's kind of, it is kind of everything you need that, that security, but uh, even if it's just for a handful more years. Yeah. Yeah. And also like this stuff changes so fast. I mean, no guarantee five years from now, the ACC exists. You're still in the ACC and you're not trying to figure something out again. So you might as well have some stability for a couple of years. Yeah. I, I get that part for sure. It's just on its face. Like as a fan, I don't care. Like, I don't care, man. Like, I, I, as a Syracuse fan, I didn't care when they were playing Boston College. I'm not going to care when they're playing Cal. And the game, like, the games are going to be played at, like, 10 in the morning over here. Like, yeah, they're going to be pretty early. Here. Like, what, that, like, so there's so many parts of this that are just weird to me, and, and, I get that you can't like you got to do something and that the ACC is really the only option, but it's also like it's the Atlantic Coast Conference, dog. It's on the other side <laughs> of the fucking country. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Again, geographical sense. It yes, doesn't it doesn't make any geographic. But I, I, again, I, outside of the fact that it just a, a, a gives them a, a avenue for survival, it which again in is, and of itself it, makes sense. Makes sense. But outside of that. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. Cal and Stanford should never be traveling consistently to have to go play these schools. Stanford, I think, should be an independent. I don't think they need all this. Um, I I think they can survive independently. Um, Cal. It'd be tough. tough. Can go Mountain West. I just... Nobody wants to go to the Mountain West because you know what the TV deal in the Mountain West is? It's like $4 million. That's a lot less than what they'd get in any of these other... There are coaches making more million to be exact. How much? Twenty-seven million less than the thirty-one you're going to make in the Big Twelve. That's just absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. Uh, back to ASU because I know there's not a lot of Stanford and Cal fans, but we we're talking conference realignment. Figured that conversation could could get in there at some point. Uh, Camp T right around mm. the corner. Uh, they've got practice Thursday, Friday, and then the scrimmage on Saturday. So. Definitely go up there, check it out. If you've never been to a Camp T, I know it's been a while since they've done like a traditional Cantata Zona because obviously Herm kind of got rid of it. They're, they're the COVID thing, whatever. Uh, the only time that I've ever been to Camp T was Todd Graham's last year, and it was a lot of fun. That was an Eno Benjamin was a freshman, um, and it was just it was so fun because you're in a football, you're on a football field in the middle of the woods. Yeah, I was just looking at pictures of it, and it's beautiful. It's it is crazy. Yeah, and then, like you got everybody's like supporting Arizona State at that point. Like there's fans all across. Yep. Like it's a scrimmage. There's a quarterback competition still going on, guys. Drew Pine, Trent Morgay, uh, got an update for you on that. Actually, the oh. update there is no update oh, because suck. right now there is they're quite literally neck and neck. Um, I don't know who is going to be the starting quarterback. I said a couple days ago, I thought Trent Morgay was the guy that was kind of leading the charge at least and i thought drew pine needed to string together some practices literally since the day that i said drew hmm. pine needed to string together some practices he, he stringed together some practices. practices yeah so I, I really don't know drew pine was the one that got the first team reps today um when it came to team periods but that doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot because what we know about these quarterback competitions is they're kind of splitting reps yeah. back and forth uh jaden rashada has looked again like he is developing there are clear points that he just needs he needs time, and these yeah, things aren't yeah. going to come without that. But dude, his arm—I've said it every day. His arm is—he's got a cannon. I'm excited for that Big Twelve quarterback, Jaden Rashada. Is there any position that you're looking at ASU, and when we talk about Camp T and some of these practices, that like you are really excited to see? 
I mean, I'm always excited to see the pass catchers. It's, I think, the deepest uh, group that this team has. Um, I mean, I think, I think the 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 position group that has the most in question that's going to have the biggest effect on how the season goes is the offensive line. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, I, the, or, or both sides of the line, really, just the trenches in general, like. That is go. That is going to have the largest effect on what this team accomplishes. So uh, anytime I get to watch them practice or whatever, those are definitely kind of the areas that I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll get into that in a second. I want to get to Chip's comment. UCF came to Tempe in '95 or '96, and we trounced them. It was their first year in D1, so they may have some old fans like me that remember that beating. Hmm. Look, those those games I think are going to be fun. Anytime anybody that hasn't played UCF gets to play UCF, it's fun because of the whole. They went undefeated that one year and they yeah. had a national championship or they thought they, they were national they champions. Have a national championship. Um, Eric reading chat as a diehard and lifelong ASU fan. My focus is on ASU. I feel extremely confident that our recruiting will benefit tremendously in Texas and down South, probably even in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I certainly think that recruiting is only going to improve. Dog, could you imagine if Texas and Oklahoma, which if they were, none of this is probably happening, but could you imagine if Texas and Oklahoma were in the big 12 still? And we were joining that conference. That football, that football would be so much fun. Oh that would that would add a level to the football part of the Big Twelve that I think is now missing. For, is yeah. now missing from. For, the Big oh, 12. for sure. Yeah, and that, that's why they're a clear number three as far as the conferences go because they lost those two blue bloods. I mean, really, three when that even with lost. Texas and Oklahoma, they're yeah, they're, they're still probably yeah, they're still the number third conference, the number three conference, but it's still they carry a little more weight there. But oh well. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, you, you brought up the pass catchers, dude, the pass catchers. And I have said this to, to some people out there every day because there are at this point so many potential contributors. Elijah Badger, Xavier Guillory, they have their spots really solidified. Uh, Geo Sanders and Melquan Stovall have kind of been rotating uh, over as the slot receiver. Melquan mm. got the first team reps today, but Geo's had a pretty good Huge camp. fan of Melquan. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see between those ones. And then guess what? Then you've got a guy in Jake Smith that when he was in high school was a Gatorade player of the year and he has looked every bit that good. If he could stay healthy, he's certainly going to be a contributor on this roster. Troy O'Meara, a guy who is quite literally Roe Torrance, but on offense. Uh, if, if he can show that he can gain separation on some of these wide receivers um, or on some of these DBs when it comes game time, he is certainly going to be a problem. Look for him in the red zone uh, as a, a real threat. And then... I forget every day that Andre Johnson is yeah. on the roster. And he. there are times where he makes plays too. He looks better in this camp than he did last year uh, at this time. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does. But there's just so much depth. Yeah. I, and I feel like that's the toughest part for the return, for some of the returners, like, specifically a guy like Andre, is that like, no, his season last year wasn't good. And so he has kind of, at least in the eyes of the public, falling down the depth chart and, and all that. But like, no one was good last year. Everyone yeah. was kind of shot in the foot by by this the offense, by the, the coaching staff, by the system, or what how would have you. Like we didn't really get to see anyone do what they're capable of last yeah. year. So it's going to be really interesting to see how some of those guys, if they're able to to surprise fans, because they really have not been given a real chance to succeed here. Yeah, absolutely. Joe in the chat. PHNX Sun Devils should have a trip to Boulder. Uh, look, man, we're, we're we're working on it. We're trying. We're absolutely trying. We got the mothership. Over at Boulder, DNVR Buffs. I want nothing more this year than to kick the shit out of Colorado. Trust me. Trust me. That is one of the few things I'm asking Santa for on my <laughs> Christmas list this year is to just absolutely stomp them. And then let everybody on Twitter know that I was right. Uh, so I will definitely 
be doing that. If you guys are here for the conversation about the rivals, we had it a little bit earlier. Uh, so definitely at the end of the show, go back, take a look at that. Or you can listen to the podcast, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast. You can check it out there. Jalen Conyers, America's Corn in America's mm-hmm. Tight End, hopped on the show, too, to give his thoughts on who he thinks are going to be some rivals for, for Arizona State. Moving forward in the Big 12, gave his opinion on conference realignment. He had some some great stuff to say about that guys but before we get out of here I want to tell you about our friends over at Spaghetti Shack they fed us this week and they fed us really really good meatball subs everybody mm. was putting together some meatball subs hey they hooked the us up with some rice krispie treats did they I didn't even see those they're gone now yeah they're Damn. gone you're like bomb like were some, they good they, oh, they, I genuinely the best rice krispie treats I've had they were made with like brown sugar and sea salt Ooh. dog and they had like the real like full marshmallows in it Stupid. It was ridiculous. Guys, if you haven't heard of Spaghetti Shack, it's an ASU alum owned and operated place. They serve a menu starring spaghetti, meatballs, garlic bread, and a few other fan favorites. Their mission is to provide quality, affordable food as quickly as possible, guys. The food, quite literally, is amazing, and the prices are just as good. The Spaghetti Shack is a community-focused to-go pasta concept. Started in Tempe, Arizona by five lifelong friends. They're currently serving Tempe and Queen Creek, and they hope to come to a neighborhood soon to you. Guys, the best spaghetti in the Big 12. Mm, And the best merchandise in the Big 12. Comes from our friends over at Foco. Yes, it does. Um, They they quite literally are the best officially licensed gear. Um, Any sport or anything you're a fan of, Foco's got it for you. Our, Our... set here is is dripped down in foco merchandise and you can be dripped down in foco merchandise too they got hats they got shirts they got bags they got shoes they got everything you might need so head over to foco.com um like i said they always kind of have our back for for arizona sports and they have yours too so get the best gear around by visiting www.foco.com and use code phnx for all non-pre-sell items Use that code PHNX and get 10% off. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, there's about 40 of you in here. Before we go, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us over at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. And let us know on Twitter. Just at and then PHNX underscore Sun Devils or at Anthony underscore Tocher at uh, Sean underscore deposit. Let us know what you want us to talk about, if anything, as it relates to the Big 12. Uh, If there's any fun ideas that you guys have, we'd love to hear them. Okay, again, over at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow my man, Sean DePaz, over at Sean underscore DePaz. Uh, just hating on Texas Tech as always. Hating on West Virginia as always, too. I just I, Honestly, just fuck them all. Fuck the Big 12, as always. And we're going to have some some folks from a Texas Tech podcast on the Ooh. show on Thursday. So definitely Don't stay tell locked I said that. in. Definitely stay locked in on Thursday, because Sean might be sitting right here, and he can... Relay his beef to them. Sean is shitting right here. Sean is shitting right. Did I say he's shitting? You kind of you kind of slurred, slurred it. You slurred it. I slurred it. Sean shitting right here. Uh, guys, <laughs> we'll catch you tomorrow, same time, same place. But for now, peace.